0: Welcome to Wednesday's edition of Transformation Radio.
1: Jim Haddox, Columbus, Ohio. I grew up on the west side of Columbus in the bottoms. Actually, I grew up um, in a life of violence, drugs, corruption. Did a number in prison. From there, um, I actually got out, straightened up my life, built a new home, raised a family. What brought me to the refuge, thank God it did happen. I lost a 16-year-old son in a car accident. From there, I went to pain pills, numbing the pain. First thing I ever did, thought I am actually, was doing the right thing, got on methadone, continued working, started my own business, was uh, successful at it. From there, lost energy doing the methadone. Had to keep the business going, so I started speed, which led to all different kinds of bad fights with the wife with my children, all the way down to aspiring downward fall. But now that um, I had a communion with God, He flashed before me everything that I'd done, been doing wrong. I asked Him for forgiveness, and He led me to the refuge. From that point, um, I went to Vinton County, and um, I feel happy again. i had more joy in the last 30 days than I've had in, I would say, 12 years. And I tell you what, it's worth every minute of it.
2: Our reading today in the New Testament is brief. It's from John chapter 4, verses 43 through 54. And it's about health. Salvation is to the inner person what health is to the body. The boy would have died had Jesus not intervened and given him health. See, the father heard, believed, and knew the father of the boy in the story we're about to read. He heard, he believed, and and then he knew, which is a a normal Christian experience. Jesus won the woman, the woman won many Samaritans, and the Father, well, he won his whole household. Are you busy in the harvest? Are you trusting him with everything? And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. May 6th, the New Testament, John chapter 4, verses 43 through 54. At the end of two days, Jesus went on to Galilee. He himself had said that a prophet is not honored in his own hometown. Yet the Galileans welcomed him, for they had been in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration and had seen everything he did there. As he traveled through Galilee, he came to Cana, where he had turned the water into wine. There was a government official in nearby Capernaum whose son was very sick. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged Jesus to come to Capernaum to heal his son, who was about to die. Jesus asked, Will you never believe in me unless you see miraculous signs and wonders? The official pleaded, Lord, please come now before my little boy dies. Then Jesus told him, Go back home. Your son will live. And the man believed what Jesus said, and started home. While the man was on his way, some of his servants met him with the news that his son was alive and well. He asked them when the boy had begun to get better, and they replied, Yesterday afternoon at one o'clock his fever suddenly disappeared. Then the father realized that this was the very time Jesus had told him, Your son will live. And he and his entire household believed in Jesus. This was the second miraculous sign Jesus did in Galilee after coming from Judea. Psalm 105 verses 16 through 36 He, the Lord, called for a famine on the land of Canaan, cutting off its food supply. Then he sent someone to Egypt ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They bruised his feet with fetters and and placed his neck in an iron collar. Until the time came to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Joseph's character. Then Pharaoh sent for him and set him free. The ruler of the nation opened his prison door. Joseph was put in charge of all the king's household. He became ruler over all the king's possessions. He could instruct the king's aides as he pleased, and teach the king's advisors. Then Israel arrived in Egypt. Jacob lived as a foreigner in the land of Ham, and the Lord multiplied the people of Israel until they became too mighty for their enemies. Then he turned the Egyptians against the Israelites, and they plotted against the Lord's servants. But the Lord sent his servant Moses along with Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed miraculous signs among the Egyptians and wonders in the land of Ham, THE LORD BLANKETED EGYPT IN DARKNESS, FOR THEY HAD DEFIED HIS COMMANDS TO LET HIS PEOPLE GO. HE TURNED THEIR WATER INTO BLOOD, POISONING ALL THE FISH. THEN FROGS OVERRAN THE LAND AND EVEN INVADED THE KING'S BEDROOMS. WHEN THE LORD SPOKE, FLIES DESCENDED ON THE EGYPTIANS, AND gnats SWARMED ACROSS EGYPT. HE SENT THEM HAIL INSTEAD OF RAIN, AND LIGHTNING FLASHED OVER THE LAND. He ruined their grapevines and fig trees, and shattered all the trees. He spoke, and hordes of locusts came, young locusts beyond number. They ate up everything green in the land, destroying all the crops in their fields. Then he killed the oldest son in each Egyptian home, the pride and joy of each family. Proverbs chapter 14 Verses 26 and 27. Those who fear the Lord are secure. He will be a refuge for their children. Fear of the Lord is a life-giving fountain. It offers escape from the snares of death.
0: Might King of Heaven, Lord of Light. Though my ways are less than wise, I come to praise you, Jesus, Master, Savior, Friend. Your mercy seems to have no end. And though all I have to bring is sin, I come to praise you. And my righteousness is as filthy rags. But you've exchanged them for the good things that are I raise my hands, but I make my choice that from this moment on until the end of my days, I want to offer up my life as a sacrifice of praise. As a sacrifice of praise. God of glory, God of might. God of glory, God of might. Oh, King of heaven, Lord of light. King of heaven, Lord of light. Though my ways are less than wise, though my ways are less than wise, I come wise. to praise You. I come to praise You. Jesus, Master, Savior, Friend. Jesus, Master, Savior, Friend.
3: Your mercy
0: seems to have no end. So all, I have to bring is sin. all I have to bring is sin. I come to praise you. I come to praise you And my righteousness is, is as filthy rags. But you have exchange them for the good thing. I want to lift up my voice As I raise my hands Lord, I make my choice that from this moment on Until the end of my days I want to offer up my life As a sacrifice of praise As a sacrifice of praise I want to show you just how much I love you. I want to love you with my life. I want to show you just how much I love you. I want to love you with my life. I want to show you just how much I love you. I want to love you with my life. Show you just how much I love you. I wanna love you with my life. Yeah, yeah. I wanna sing you a song. I wanna lift up my voice as I raise my hands. Lord, I make my choice that from this moment on until the end of my days, I want to offer up my life. As a sacrifice of praise, I wanna sing You a song. I wanna lift up my voice as I raise my hands. Lord, I make my choice. that from this moment on, until the end of my days, I want to offer up my life as a sacrifice of praise. As a sacrifice of praise As a sacrifice of praise As a sacrifice of praise I was younger A strange connection to the light I tried to satisfy the hunger I never got it right I never got it right So I climbed a mountain Built an altar Looked out as far as I could see Every day I'm getting older, I'm running out of dreams, I'm running out of dreams. But you love, you love, the only thing that matters is you love, you love, that's all I was taken, not everything is lost.
4: today's In Touch Devotion.
2: Today's scripture reading is verses 10 through 12 of Psalm 51. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with a willing spirit.
4: Every human being on earth has a sin problem. We all lose our temper, make mistakes, and do things that seem completely out of character. Sin is a universal problem, but the Lord has provided forgiveness for everyone who will accept it. And yet, many Christians find it impossible to forgive themselves. Why? First, we struggle with self-forgiveness at times because we find it difficult to accept God's forgiveness. Guilt can be so strong that it may seem to overshadow the enormous gift of pardon and restoration that our Heavenly Father has freely provided. We may think, what I've done is just too terrible. I doubt God could ever forgive me for this. That's a tragic error. Second, personal disappointment can prevent us from forgiving ourselves. We often have ridiculously high self-imposed standards for our behavior and achievements. When we fail to live up to them, we are all but crippled by disappointment, which can make self-forgiveness seem impossible. Third, seeing the results of our sin can become an obstacle. That is, if our wrong actions produce a tangible negative consequence, we may become so blinded by the outcome that we can't forgive ourselves. Seeing the aftermath of our sin day after day keeps our guilt alive in our minds, and we may simply refuse to let it go. Are you harboring guilt and remorse for a sin from your past? God's forgiveness is available now. Christ gave His life to make you free. So do not willingly stay in chains because you're unwilling to forgive yourself for what God has already pardoned.
0: Sometimes it feels like I'm watching from the outside. Sometimes it feels like I'm breathing. But am I alive? I won't keep searching for answers that aren't here to find. trying so hard just let you be who you are lord who you are in me jesus i'm trying so hard to stop trying so hard just let you
3: Ron Losasa, who's a regional director in Palm City, Florida, submitted the word "manners" today with minute with Maxwell. Well, I know as a kid, I, probably you did too. Is you know you go around the dinner tables as a child. What do your parents start to do? They start to teach you to mind your manners. Do the thing which is appropriate. Uh, don't do things that are not appreciated, valued, or expected by others. In other words, they're basically saying. Out of respect for others do things that are appropriate. I think appropriateness is a wonderful word to kind of connect with manners. It means that you do things that are right for the right reason because you want people to understand that you appreciate them and you respect them and you value who they are. I travel a lot internationally. And one of the things I very quickly do when I go to another country is I talk to people that are from that country and I ask them, okay, uh, help me to mind my manners here. What's appropriate? What's culturally acceptable here? Why do I ask that question? Why do I try to mind my manners? very simple. I want to show respect to the people that I'm going to. By doing so, I'm saying I value you as a person enough to even change some of the things I perhaps would naturally do so that I can mind my manners with you and give you the respect that's due to you.
0: I've seen it's too much to show What will do? today's podcast make sure to tune in tomorrow for the next edition of transformation radio